everybody, and welcome back to We're Just Talking. Say hi, Carly. Hello. How's everybody doing today? How you feeling? I feel like I hear a kitty munching. I hear a kitty munching as well. Which one is it? I don't know. Let me let me check. Yeah, Here, I'm gonna check. Check. Uh, that was Maxine Emily. Of course it was. Maxine Emily. It's our other two kitties' birthdays today. It is. It's Jordy and Clay's birthday. Yeah, they Jordy are five. They are five years old. Yes. <laughs> no more diapies. Yeah, they always have diapies. <laughs> so hope everyone's doing well. We're here hanging out, uh, of course, sipping on a nice Pinot Noir. Um, thank you, Nicole DeMarco. Appreciate that. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, this is called, I don't know, Giaposa. Giaposa. Giaposa Pinot pretty Noir. Good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So yeah, we're just hanging out. Literally, uh, the topic of conversation for tonight is kind of just random things. Yeah. I guess that is the, the foundation of what our podcast is called. We're just talking. We're literally just going to talk. Yeah, we want to talk a little bit about family stuff. Also, you, you have an agenda. My, well, my no, bad, no, my bad. No. No, I don't have an agenda. I'm just saying I, I wanted to talk like a little bit. I mean, I know we, we bullshit for a good portion of this podcast, but um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, like the modern family, I guess you could say, and, and, you know, millennial approach to the family unit. I think our generation is unique in the sense that like not everybody's in a rush to get married. Not everybody's trying to get married at all. Not everybody's trying to have kids. We're not all kind of like on the same path that our parents were on. And I think that that's like throwing everybody for a tailspin. And I think it just throws the world in general for tailspin because i mean i know that i'm asked every other day like when we're gonna when are you gonna have a baby like before we were married it was when are you gonna get married and now it's when are you gonna have a baby and it, it's just exhausting and um there i mean there's a myriad of reasons why you should never ask a person either of those questions but um we're gonna kind of get into like the modern approach to family units but first uh we're just gonna bullshit a little bit you know yeah. like what we do best i feel like it's been a minute since we recorded we recorded last week didn't we yeah but i feel like we we've been farting around all week and so we've we've waited till the very last second to record this episode well, but we're getting back on our game i was away so i was in napa valley which i think i would like to do a mini-sode on that you should yeah let me know if you want to hear a mini-sode about that you know we typically for a trip like that since it's a short quick weekend trip we would do like a short little um maybe just slightly shorter podcast episode about napa valley so if there's any interest let us know wjt podcast on instagram wjt podcast at gmail.com <laughs> um it's not like a, what was it? A disclaimer at the end of a commercial. Yeah, when they like, like say it so fast. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I feel like people that listen to this already know my handle and everything. So, uh, but if I'm reaching anybody new, it's WJT Podcast on Instagram and WJT Podcast at gmail.com. But yeah, so you were in Napa Valley, mm-hmm. living the dream. You mm-hmm. know, sipping on some wine. Hopefully, mm-hmm. that entire place where you, is not on fire. Well, yeah. Right now. The thing is, is it was the last chance to do that because now it doesn't exist because it was burnt down. So that's pretty neat. Was it really? I mean, yeah, the fire started rolling back but in. like where you were staying? Yeah, like on my neighborhood. Your the neighborhood, neighborhood that we were in, yeah. Is it the, whatever, the house Little gone town. now? It's gone? No, well, I would seriously hope not. It was the most beautiful house ever. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I would hope not. But uh, as soon as we landed back in well i landed in jersey there were a couple of girls that landed in uh you know texas north carolina we were from all over um because we were going for a bachelorette party but once we all got home we heard on the news the next day that in the middle of the night our little town that we were in santa rosa evacuated in the middle of the night because Jesus. there were fires popping up again and we literally went there i i i didn't believe that i was going to actually go there until my the plane took off and i was in the sky i was like i just don't believe this is this weekend is going to happen and like more more than a quarter way there yeah like we're i just like, oh, didn't we're gonna th- yeah we're going to turn around like i i was like this weekend is not 
not ha- there's no way with covid and with the fires and with everything else i was like there's no way that this is happening but it did it did it happened we did everything we wanted to do it was fantastic phenomenal um that's a great little corner of the country if you've never been um we'll go into it again like i said deeper in in that mini so that we're gonna do but but yeah it happened and then i got back right in the nick of time because now now you can't do anything yeah yeah so julian was here yeah i was here um <laughs> But I was on, uh, I was working a really pretty tough schedule this week. I, I worked, so I worked Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, um, like 15 hour shifts, right? So, I mean, it's all good, but um, I'm telling you, it, it threw me through a freaking on fire hula hoop, I felt like. It was a little, yeah. it was a little rough, um, but um, uh, we made it through that now. And Yeah, uh, I feel like I'm, I feel like, I, I felt really good Monday when I got home and Tuesday and then Wednesday I started to, like my battery started to die and now I'm just exhausted. So if I sound tired, it's because I am. Yes. Um, I feel like I'm getting my ass kicked by a mix of jet lag and being exhausted. And, you know, we never stop. So it's like there's no like rest in sight. Although we have a peculiar like calm weekend coming up. We don't really have anything planned. So that's good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Trying to get back into reality and routine things. Um, I'd like to talk about real quick uh, football. And mm-hmm. um, for all of you uh, New York Giant fans out there, um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're just putrid. They're god-awful. Um, it was funny. Saturday night I worked. I got off Sunday morning, went out to breakfast, um, and then went home. Hadn't slept yet. And, you know, I got home just in time for the 1 o'clock game, which is when the Giants are playing. I get in bed. I have the game on. I, I see the first drive, and I just passed the hell out because I was so mm-hmm. damn tired. I mean, just passed out. I think I woke up slightly in the middle, and somewhat in the middle of the game, and I think I immediately saw Daniel Jones like fumbled the football and I was like ah, I'm going back to sleep fell right back to sleep woke up after the game was over saw the like the recap of what happened and I was like man I'm glad I fell asleep for that shit yeah just god awful terrible the Giants should this be this is de- not new to you no it's not but they're like so I watch so I don't know I watch this guy he's hilarious his name is Vic DiBenedetto right he's De- a com- I think it's DiBenedetto my dad keeps calling him the wrong name well my bad <laughs> no Vic- which is rubbing off on you I think it's DiBenedetto okay I could be wrong on Vic that. DiBenedetto but I feel like it's a disservice to not call him by his right name i agree yeah um but this guy is uh absolutely hilarious he's a he's a comedian um but he's also a new york giants fan yankees fan and he, and he does these episodes like on game day and it's kind of like he pretends like he's like uh the, the president of football operations i think is what he said something like that um but he gives like these speeches like before and after the game um to the team it, it's it's like fake but it, it it's it's pretty funny so before the game it's like a pep talk well, let's do this let's do that it's 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 normally hilarious after the game he does the same thing and um but you know since the giants are so i mean just got awful terrible he just destroys them the entire time and it is the funniest thing i've ever heard again if you're a giants fan or even a football fan or if you just like comedy like follow this guy on facebook all right and watch his episodes in regards to when he when he acts like he's the giants the like yeah post game post game is the funniest report. yeah the injury yeah, pre-game the injury report and the post game obviously the post game is always more funny because it's usually after the giants just i mean completely just got their asses handed to them and he just lays into them oh my god it's 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 therapeutic that's when, when they lose i'm like all right good at least i get to listen to to this guy talk <laughs> yeah even when they win which is not often um you know it's still he still does one and it's it's still funny but it's not as funny as when um they freaking lose <laughs> it's, um you guys gotta listen to that so yeah. vic yes vic d but did it wow sorry vic if you're listening carly <laughs> I hope not. That what, would be embarrassing. What, how, do you, how do you say his name? Let again? me. I'm gonna look it up because okay. um, Vic D. Bitetto, right? Vic. Yes, it's D. Bitetto. 
DiBetetto. Yeah. So there you go. Vic DiBetetto. Yeah. So listen to him. He's freaking hilarious. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah. If your team is bad, especially, he's he's funnier when. Yeah. I, I've noticed Jet fans comment on him and say, like, I wish we had you for us. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, well, Giants and the Jets should just be one team or that, that's both a call, get demoted that's a to call another to action for, for up and coming comedians. That there's your niche. Talk about the Jets. Yeah. Oh, you do the same thing. I think, I think, I think Barcel Sports has a guy, but he's not, he doesn't do it like that. Right. He just rags on him, but he doesn't like a different vibe. And I don't think he does it all the time, too. I've seen it every once in a while. What else do we have coming up? I'm trying to think. Oh, Disney's coming up in three weeks. You excited? I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Need, I'm excited. Need some therapeutic Disney in our lives. Therapeutic Disney, happiness, happy place. Yeah, happiness. Yeah. Well, probably. I mean, we've been so many times that we can do it. We can do a Disney episode. We should do a Disney. Episode. We should do a Disney. That's episode. a great. That's a great idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, Disney, and and it doesn't have to be just Disney. Like Disney, it can be like restaurants and stuff like that. Too. Yep. If you guys, whoever out there is also a Disney fan, please hit us up. Hit us up either. We do follow some Disney bloggers, but we're always in the market for another one. Yes. Um, um, I follow one that's like Disney coffee specific, mm-hmm. like coffee drinks that you can get in Disney, which I mean, is there anything better? No. No. Yeah. So. Or like delicious, like warm cinnamon buns. <laughs> yeah. Things that you just would <laughs> never, ever eat like on a normal day here. Homemade pop tarts. You just eat things that you would never, ever eat. Or that one. Or I do at least. I go down there and I'm like, Tch. The one place I'm gonna have a frozen yogurt for breakfast. Like I just in uh in Magic Kingdom, it's like there isn't like a whole lot of food. I feel like in Magic Kingdom, but there is in like the um like on Main Street. There's a bunch of little like yeah, like little like stuff. yeah, ice cream. Obviously, you're and there's like hidden like that Lefou's place. Yeah, Lefou's. that's Lefou's. like hidden. And then like be our guest is there. Yeah, which is like suppose I still haven't been there, but yeah, I heard that it's kind of like. It's just for the experience. You're not really going for for the food, but no, it, well, food. Their food consists of just you know homemade yeah. pop tarts and cinnamon buns. And, well, we uh, had homemade pop tarts. You know what? If there's a homemade pop tart, I'm gonna find it. I know. I love homemade pop tarts, and I found one at uh, where was that? Disney Studios. Yeah. 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 We found it was like a little like it was like a little fast quick service place, and they had like breakfast and like these these homemade pop tarts and i was like sold it was near it was actually in toy story the toy story section of disney studios which Mm. is right near star wars Mm -hmm. so we went and had like a breakfast cocktail i think at star wars i had like a coffee with alcohol in it yeah it was great it was great it was great i can't wait to go place is amazing we Uh, have a bunch of like well i (laughs) more me more so than julian i have a bunch of like little weekend trips planned because i'm just like so salty that we couldn't go on like our big trip that we usually do because of um because we're not welcome in any other countries at this time which is pretty cool yeah no yeah we were we were gonna play i think i've mentioned this before we were gonna plan like a big we usually do like a two-week vacation like once a year but this year it was kind of just went to shit and i was like okay i guess i'll just go around and see my own country so i have a bunch of like united states weekend trips planned mm-hmm. we're, we're actually in the process of, of planning maybe even one more before the end of the year yeah so uh that's where we're at and um what, was, what else did i want to talk about i don't remember oh i had a case of uh pinot noir shipped here from napa valley so that should be getting here uh, when soon. is it we, uh, is it gonna make it yeah well yeah so their grapes apparently were affected by the fires, but you're not going to see that like until because everything ages. So you're not going to they're right. not going to be hurting for wine until right years from now. We'll have to do something about that. I think all of us need to come together and ensure that we have plenty of wine for us. I mean, that theory consume. is nice. But if there's no if there's burnt grapes, what are you going to do? There's nothing have to do. Burn ass wine. Although I did have I picked a grape off of the vine and they were like, yeah, you're not really supposed to do that. You don't do that here. Oh. Those are wine grapes. I was like, Ugh. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Suck on this wine grape then. <laughs> sorry. And they're like, it's also natural laxative. So I was like, that's pretty cool. I, w- oh, I wish good. I knew that before I put it in my mouth. That's good. Yeah. Cleared out the bowels mm-hmm. a little bit, you know? What else? What else? Um, I was gonna. I was about to be like, yeah, Yankees, you know, went into the uh, one last night, you know, 10 and 9, went into, I don't know, what over. Oh my God, who cares about baseball? Holy shit. There you go. It was like a four and a half hour game or something like that. I don't know. So moving on. Um, yeah. Should we get into our topic? Let's just get into our topic uh, so that we can have like streamline instead of just being two like brain dead idiots talking. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> or one at least. I'm speaking for myself. So yeah, we wanted to talk a little bit today about the modern family unit, which I think it sounds simple. It's like, oh yeah, you know, you kind of float through life. You go through these different phases in your life where you're, you know, date. you find it. You find a boyfriend or girlfriend and you start dating and you, you know, and, and then you follow all the steps that were that were laid out for you um that we were all taught so well um but i think a lot of our generation is deciding to go alternate route for a variety of reasons you know i think putting a title on things like well i mean we'll talk about marriage first but i think i think putting a title on a relationship outside of it being just a relationship i think that freaks people out like i think you know marriage as a legality like as a con- as a contract you know like you just two people coming together you're going to commingle finances you're going to commingle where you live you're going to commingle you know your whole lives are going to become intertwined and i think people get scared of that i think that that's like the logical reason why people are like well why don't we just keep on keeping on and just not do that you know don't you get that vibe from some people um yeah i mean i don't really know what to say to that but yeah uh no I, you're right like trust me you're right but i also feel like that's part of like the growing stages of like working up to the point where you're ready to get married now now, from right from my experience or from what I've seen, you know, again, now I'm gonna go back to the military. Oh yeah. When when I was okay, so you know, I enlisted when I was 17. I shipped off to boot camp when I was 18, right? Um, I met so many people who were my age, so we'll say 18, 19 years old, right? Who were freaking married and had kids. Yeah. And you know, none of them, none of them uh, worked out. Most of them go through three or four different marriages. That's like what you do in the military. But it's also, I think, some of the people where they come from, like, oh, the second you graduate high school, your ass better be getting married and having kids immediately but yeah. like those early ages like early ages early early phases of your life those are huge like growth and development like you, you don't know who you're who you are you know all you know is people from that area is oh yeah you just have to get married at 18 and then start having a family and kids it's like yeah but like why don't you experience life in the world a little bit before like you commit to doing something like that and again from what i saw um 100 of the time it never works out these guys go 100 is that 100%. a real statistic yeah like you know what I knew one guy who um, I would say did, did that, but he was happily married. Uh, I served with him in Germany. He was mm-hmm. happily married, actually, and his wife and him uh, would have us, myself and all my friends over for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, um, and Christmas. So um, okay, so it's just hard to come by that. And yes, it's hard, to, very hard to come by. I that. think the I think the caveat there is though that the military incentivizes marriage. Well, they do because they pay you more money. Yeah, so, like, oh, so people I don't are know like, you, but let's just get married. Yeah, you know? and like, people yeah. are like, let's just do this because we're making pay as it is and right. like let's let's try and approach making a livable wage in the military by getting married well, well plus um if you're not married you have to live in the barracks so therefore yeah, you get people punished. Like, oh i don't want to live in the barracks so <clears throat> so i'm gonna go ahead and just get married to you know this random person that i've never met before so here we go yeah fails 99.9 percent of the time right uh my one friend is like the point one statistic you yeah know? but um lots of infidelity right lots of affairs oh in the military yeah. oh my god like, like, rampant oh 
It's yeah. it's it's disgusting. Yeah. Um. I. That's why I was just like, all right. Listen, like, no judgment to those of you who are like polyamorous, like, mm-hmm. and you're just into like, and and you live in an open relationship or you live in a way such that you have multiple people that you're intimate with. I mean, there's no judgment there. I want to be perfectly clear, but I think you need to have agreement on both parties. <laughs> um. And I think uh, I think the military is just a hot mess of like people getting married and and entering that legal partnership mm-hmm. and then just it going to shit yeah well the, well the worst part is again you have people married at like 18 19 20 21 22 um you know and i i was like as long as i'm in the military i'm not getting married because i don't care if i live in the barracks like it's just not worth it one i'm so young still yeah but um i mean that's the thing these these kids they don't realize how young they are that they have all this life like experience other cultures and people and situations like don't just freaking i mean if that's what you want to do if you're sure you want to do that like out the gate you just want to get married and have kids and you're happy with that okay cool but at the same time i i don't think that people truly understand and then what i saw as well in the military i saw many people who did that cheating on their wives and who you know wife with kids you know and they're going out to the nightclubs in germany freaking cheating left and right thinking it's funny because they're 25 years old with a wife and three kids right you know 26 so therefore like well, I, I guess what I'm saying is it's just to add to what you're saying, like, right, like, depending on where you're from or what you're doing or even what culture you're in, yeah. including a military culture, like, maybe getting married and having kids immediately isn't, like, the thing you should, maybe you should wait, you know? And, oh, yeah, 100%. And experience other things. Maybe you shouldn't jump the gun on that, you know, because yeah. going out and getting married and then going out and, and cheating on your wife with kids, with the kids at the home is not really a good, a good it's not thing. not ideal, yeah. And it's not a good look either. Yeah. You know, it's pretty fucked up in my opinion opinion right no i think (laughs) i think that there's a difference between waiting longer to get married and well obviously there is a difference between waiting to get (laughs) married and not wanting to get married at all like that's not the end goal you know you see people that are just in these long-term partnerships that are just like what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours and we love each other and that's it and we're not going to commingle anything we're not going to you know although you throw kids into the mix then you have no choice but to commingle things but you know i think i think a lot of people just come to that conclusion they're just like why mess with something that's already solid something that's already a good thing we can just stay where we're at and just kind of keep doing what we're doing and just there's no interest to get married i see that a lot in our generation and I think, you know, obviously no judgment at all. And I think, you know, you face scrutiny from, you know, older generations, our parents, like, you know, if you and I like just continued on just being boyfriend and girlfriend, like our parent, like my parents would have something to say about it. I think, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's just one of those things where like what you can't be inserting yourself into, no matter how much you think you have an interest, you can't be inserting yourself into another person's like affair affairs like that. You know, it's, it's just not a judgment zone type of thing. Like there's no, um, there's no judgment there but in terms of waiting you know and like you said you know you go down south like you have people getting married at 20 22 you and then you come back up here and you're like oh people are waiting until they're 30 35 to get married which is obviously totally fine across the board but i also think it's a function of like um from like an from like an evolutionary standpoint as like far off as that might sound like you know humans are just living longer now you know like it's just like the the older we all get the as the generations go on and this and that like people are just living longer so it's like logically it makes sense that people are getting married later because you're 
living longer, just like women are carrying babies older now. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's all a function of science, too. And I think, um, you know, I think the generations after us are going to take it even to the next level and just be like, OK, I'm not I'm not settling down till I'm like between 35 and 40, which, again, totally fine. And, you know, like I said, you see women in their 40s carrying babies to term and it's like, well, what's the rush then? Especially if, um, you know, anatomically, if you can if you can reach all your other goals in terms of making a family and this and that, if that's one of your goals, obviously it's not a goal for everyone, which we'll talk about. But as long as you can hit all those points, then kind of just like enjoy the ride. Let it happen organically, I say, you know? Yeah. And again, I know uh, we've touched on this topic many times in regards to uh, being progressive in Mm -hmm. life and like maybe accepting and maybe challenging the status quo and maybe saying, well, hey, you know what? It's been like this for this amount of time. That's cool. But we're going to do it like this now. Right. And just do it. Right. And being accepting of that in other people is what I was going to say. Exactly. Yes. No, absolutely. And being accepting of that in other people. Um, Again, I think I said this the last time too. I don't mean to freak anybody out. But again, we we all made this shit up. So um, if we wanted to just completely yeah. tomorrow say you know what for now on you know um what we know to be the norm is we're gonna do, we're gonna do the complete opposite of yeah. that all right like you know what that and it is what it is like you can snap your fingers and if you wanted to you could change everything immediately right like, yeah so i'm gonna take a different route with this i'm gonna you know yeah. i'm gonna chill and i'm gonna i'm gonna go to work like for example let's say you get through like primary school you're done with high school whatever and uh, you're like, you know what? I'm going to chill and I'm going to travel and I'm going to kind of do my thing and just work full time as, you know, whatever, whatever it is I can do with a high school diploma, which is a lot, by the way. Um, You know, I'm just going to work and I'm going to travel and I'm going to do all these things while I'm still really young. And then, you know what? I'm going to take a look at going to college starting at 25 and then I'm going to get my degree before I'm 30. So that'll be good. And then I'll, I'll start my career and, you know, or whatever it is. Or, you know, you just decide, you know, hey, college isn't for me. I'm just going to. So there's a ton of different routes that people are taking. And And it's just disappointing when you see the judgment coming from people who don't take that specific route. Like, it would be absurd if I went around telling people that, why aren't you going to law school? Like, why wouldn't you go to law school? You know, so why are are other people treating college like that is what I don't understand. Well, again, you know, being progressive and and generation, the generations don't line up with each other. Right. And then you have one generation who is maybe um, stubborn because they're older, you know, but like they only know this one way how their generation was. Uh And then they see another generation our generation and then maybe one day our, our our children's generation and how maybe it's it's completely different yeah and the and the mentality and the ideology of that generation may be 100 totally divergent totally, totally different so just because that's how your life was with your generation okay cool but that, it's almost like that's great that's how it was you know then right now the 50s, it's like this whatever, so yeah th- there you go and you have so many people or so many things holding on to well how would they think how it should be or, 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 or how it'll look or you right know, or trying to how hold it reflects on. You know, you know, all that shit is doing, holding us back. Mm-hmm. It's only holding us back yeah. from progressing. It's 2020. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I th- I feel like I, you know, I come across more and more people who are just like, no, we're just kind of hanging out. You know, we're not, we're not, we're just two people in love. We're not, you know, we're not married. We're not engaged. We don't have any plans of doing that. And we're just kind of doing our thing. And it's like, great. Who am I to judge you? You know? Because you know what? If things go south, which they do about half the time in this country, there's a clean break. You just go your separate ways. There's no paperwork to to do there's no divorce to be had there's no you know there's no untangling of life you know to to do there so hey if it works for you then yeah godspeed and i just i just like thought it was interesting and definitely worth discussing for especially for people who are not
not in our generation or who maybe are just stuck in this like very traditional mindset to like kind of open up your eyes to not necessarily for yourself, but just kind of see like where people's heads are at, you know? And I feel like it's just like by opening your mind and thinking, okay, like why would these people want to be doing it this way? Or why would that person want to be, you know, doing it the way they're doing it? You know, why are these two people living in two separate houses, but they're together, they've been together for 10 years or whatever it is. Like Mm -hmm. if that works for them, then so be it. I mean, you have two people who are functioning humans in society. It's fine. Like it's really, it's not doing you any harm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You want to talk about like the generational music gap maybe? Or is that? Yeah. I mean, if you want. Uh, I don't know what really to say. What do you mean? I don't know. I just thought, I just thought, I'm just thinking of everything that like is involved within the generational gaps. And for some reason I just thought music. So I mean, music. All right. We can say music. I like classic rock and all that stuff. I love that. Uh But I also like EDM, hip hop, R&B, rap, all that stuff, you know, house. Yeah. And I guess, uh, yeah, I guess like, for example, a baby boomer is not going to probably like house EDM or freaking biggie, 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 you know? So, um, but I think a lot of us, we don't say, oh, I don't like, I don't not like classic rock. I like classic rock or, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I'm, you're I'm saying, okay, to, okay, yeah. okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You're, you're making, you're drawing the, the comparison between what we just talked about and, you know, the fact that people in our, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And I'm going to try and articulate it. You tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, you're, you're saying that like we have kind of come from a place of acceptance across generations, like beyond our own, whereas like the older generations have trouble accepting things that happen after them. That's a pretty good way to say like it. That's, that. That's even better than I thought of it. Like so. that? Is that? Yeah. yeah. I guess. But I think that's a good, I think that's a good uh, <laughs> metaphor for what we just talked about, like the music thing. Yeah. I think that that's because you get, you know, and I even, even I, now like me and you are trying to like you know we hear these like new songs and these new groups coming out we're like what's that what are the kids listening to and it's like but at least we have an interest and we're trying to like open our minds and trying to listen and trying to like hear people out like because it's not always like you know more wisdom comes with being older like i think i think the younger generations have a lot to offer and i think it's just i think it's just important to like recognize that and i just and i hope given how we are as a generation like it helps to um you know close that gap and like remove some of the ignorance that Uh, some of our previous generations had uh, agreed and the funny thing is too you know what like you can kind of so obviously the older generation still unfortunately tend to run shit you know yeah um which again is i think a lot of reasons why we are where we are it's right like now. detrimental yeah yeah and, and why we're being held back in 2020 in any in any tiny capacity but then maybe take for example this right and i don't know i could be an asshole just saying this but look at the nfl coaches now right you have a lot of nfl coaches who are in their mid to late 30s right mm-hmm. and the nfl football has completely almost changed because of it you have these high-powered aggressive offenses like you have different schemes you have different ways of 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 playing a game that's been going on for what over 100 years now but oh geez i don't know you would know better than me uh, yeah i think over 100 years um and uh like so take that right you have i think sean McVay for the rams got hired when he was 31 or 32 mm-hmm. like i'm 31 mm-hmm. you know um and look what he did with that team you know what i mean so it's it's and then you have a lot of teams with old ass coaches some of them are excellent but some of them maybe are just old-minded and like their team sucks it's trash yeah you know but then you have these young guys coming in with these all you know these young mentalities of uh, of thinking and they create a high-powered team using things that some of the older guys don't uh, you know unless like okay you're andy reed right who's i think one of, i think probably the best head coach him and mm-hmm. bill belichick the best older head coaches in the nfl mm-hmm. um but i i guess you, you, you do you see can you explain to our audience what i'm what i'm saying <laughs> i know i know you understand what i'm 
saying. <laughs> I'm basically saying like. Well, I think you're saying like modern mindset fits with modern times. Like as as the game progresses and as I thought of it, as yep. the rules progress and as there's change because obviously there's changes every year in the NFL. Right. So as as those changes, you know, and you get at young athletes coming out of college with new talents and this and that, you need new you need new systems and coaching is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. You you have to be able to progress with the times. Yeah. Right? And I I think that honestly, if you were to put a 31 or 32 year old who's more than capable to maybe run a country, for example, right. I think they could. Uh, yeah. I think they could do a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Than our current. I mean, there's an age. Situations. There's an age limit, not limit. No, there an is. Age minimum like, on presidency. Like 35, 35. Yeah. 35. Right. So. Yeah, but 35. I take 35. I'm almost 35. Absolutely, because you, <laughs> I feel like you need someone who's in tune with the current times. Yeah. Right. And, and connected enough. See that that's the sweet spot. And I always say, like, since we turned 30, I'm like, 30s a 30s a pretty cool age because you're connected to two ends of the spectrum like you're you're connected to you know your people who are coming up on retirement and you're close to the people who are coming out of high school like it's like you're right in the middle you know especially now like we just said like people are starting lives and starting their families later so you know you're still kind of on the come up when you're coming to 30 i know we are and like we're just like you know we got married just two years ago you know it's yeah. not like but there's plenty i have plenty of friends that haven't gotten married yet and it's really not none of us look at that and are like oh that's weird they haven't gotten married no, like what all. are they waiting for I, at least never not like, not like from where we're from yeah never you know? never no because i think the tri-state area is pretty good about that stuff but the same thing goes for like having kids and starting a family like people are you know it, this isn't a handmaid's tale you know you're not as a female or as a as a married woman required to reproduce and i feel like people are just in this headspace where they're just like well when are you going to make make more humans that's your role in this world and it's like well no I have a life, I have a career, yeah. you know, yeah. and like a lot of women I know from my own ex personal experience, I know a lot of women who waited until their late thirties to start a family because being a lawyer is hard. Okay. And cl climbing the ladder of, of being a lawyer is even harder. So it's like, we're already put like women are already put like at a significant disadvantage in that kind of arena. So it's like, it's going to take us longer to get to the top because we're just, we're just looked at as not as good. And you're expecting us to then reproduce, which you know, barring an explicit discrimination lawsuit, like companies find a way to say, uh, we're not going to give her the promotion. She was out on maternity leave, you know, without saying it. So it's like the expectation is there. And it's like, I don't understand why it's there. Like, I don't understand why the question is, well, when are you going to have kids? Or when it like, I, I just, I can't wrap my mind around it. And then that's not even going into the fact that a lot of women have trouble with fertility. So like, you don't know what a person's going through. You don't know where a person's head, where a person's head's at. So it's like to even ask that question is just like, well what are you talking about you know like what i mean <laughs> it's a personal choice to begin with and like for people to just be speculating like oh what is you know what are you what, what's going on have you been trying and it's like no and it's like oh you know i know i've gone to like social events people are like looking like to see if i'm drinking and this and that and it's just like it's exhausting it's exhausting because i know plenty of women who have resolved that they're not going to have children and they're married and they're happy or they're not married and they're just kind of living their lives and they're just doing the solo thing whatever is making them happy and it's like they're judged so hard and it just sucks because women have so much to offer beyond being childbearing humans you know so it's like 
you and and of course that expectation typically comes from the older generations it's, it's typically you know your boomers your gen your gen xers that are like oh well you know what are you waiting for you know what do you and it's like bitch what if i don't want kids mm-hmm. what if i want to just travel the world what if i want to be the rich aunt or or, or what if at 30 <laughs> you're like, what if at 30 like you know what i'm not or change your yet. mind yeah i'm still, I'm mm-hmm. still traveling i'm yeah. still partying yeah. you know like like nothing nothing wrong with that right i have funds i'm right. good yeah My G, exactly you know yeah like, yeah, and I think we're I think we are of the mindset that it's just like I, I need to make sure that I'm beyond financially stable before that happens. Like right. we definitely want children, but it's just like not yet. And, you know, like I said, you coming up on the two year mark of being married and it's like sure as night follows day, it's like people are just like, So, what are you like what are you doing? Are you having kids? When are you having kids? It's like or making low key comments like, Oh, I, I don't see you're having any drinks tonight or I don't see and it's like Come on. For all you know, I could have been trying for the past two years and it's not working for me, you know, or I have some sort of medical problem and like now you're going to make me feel like shit. So it's like the best thing to do is just mind your damn business. Yeah. You know, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Everyone, everyone's got an opinion on something. Yeah. And then I (laughs) people are very judgmental, too. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's just and it's like. I see the people, I see the lifestyles that people lead that say, listen, we've decided, you know, kids aren't for me and they're not for our family and we're just going to do the, you know, and I feel like a lot of times women follow up that, that conversation with, well, I have a niece and nephew as if like you have to have something to care for. And that's not even, that's not even fair. You know, like, okay, what if you don't have nieces and nephews? You don't have kids. That's fine. Yeah. But I also think that this stereotype or whatever this the way of living life right like you have you you, you knock out a couple kids yeah. you know you have a housewife or whatever yeah but that's also beyond the boomers that's like way before yeah that's like, I'm talking oh yeah like, like putting lipstick on before your husband comes home from work i mean yeah like we're probably talking no we're talking like <laughs> like you know, my grandparents 16th 17th 18th century oh yeah um, well that's i but well, i mean even the 50s like think about oh well, yeah yeah 1950s right like the same thing when like, our parents were born like yeah like yeah women your ass is in the kitchen you're supposed to on. you're supposed to have a cute dress on for when your husband yep. comes home you're supposed home to have a hot five, meal on the table at 5 30 p.m mm-hmm. hot ass meal yeah you know and it's all good too. i remember uh well you know my my beautiful grandmother you know like <laughs> she was you know she was a city girl she was from new york city she had like a finance job but she got married at like 19 or 20 and then settled settled yeah settled in in, in jersey um because my her husband my grandfather was stationed at fort monmouth uh but like she was a housewife you know yeah. um and you know but i remember um because I lived with my grandmother when I, um, my mother and I lived with my grandmother when I was a teenager. And, you know, dinner, 5.30 is dinner. Like, that's it. Like, 5.30 on the dot dinner you know oh like after that maybe after that there's dessert and then kitchen's closed yeah it's literally the kitchen was was closed for also business. a part of and being my, and my teenage ass going in there at 11 p.m <laughs> <laughs> sorting through the fridge but also <laughs> a part of being in this generation where there's late stage capitalism um you know i like working until 5 30 is unheard of now oh, tell <laughs> which me is about like it. so you know like people don't um you know people don't like see five o'clock as being the end of the work day for the most part which is just like a whole conversation in itself even, but even if you're in a in an office or a firm that's like quote unquote nine, nine to five, to five if you're it's there, five o'clock yeah. and you're leaving oh you're, oh, you're, you're being, gonna get your ass chewed out you're being yeah. judged oh you're and being also judged. like if you i mean i know from experience like leaving before five like i typically like to go in earlier so that i can leave earlier but like i come home and i just keep working it's not like again we're in the age of technology where you can just keep working yeah so that kind of goes both ways like the expectation is higher of you know you're gonna sit in your office and you're gonna spend more time there but then it's like okay when you do go home but it's like i still have you by like your tail because i have 
access to you on your little pocket computer all the time. But yeah, I just think, yeah. yeah, I just think that, uh, and that's interesting. I think you made a lot of good points about, you know, generational gaps and it contributing to that whole like picture of like what we're supposed to be doing, which again, what even are we supposed to be doing? Yeah, again, we're all gonna die so it's like <laughs> yeah we're, we're all gonna die one day i mean and, that's like my uh, really morbid take on it but it's like well it, it's true because and then again i know that that's that i keep on saying it as well but again we made all we this made it up. all up yeah so, time is just a social when you're like oh my god my credit cards my credit score sucks honestly what is that what, is it, <laughs> what, what the hell does that have any effect on your organic life life body <laughs> like you know like none it's actually just oh, uh, made up you want you want my mortgage payment this month i don't think i really <laughs> Really wanted i just i'm not signed on to that anymore i mean so. <laughs> unfortunately we have to we have to live yeah within the i don't want to call them the rules right it but, is i mean it is the rules okay but we're saying rules I, i'm gonna say okay the rules like the matrix right you have rules in the matrix you can't do you know what i mean yeah so maybe this is the matrix and there are certain rules you have to live by or else you're gonna have a real tough time right getting through this made-up world but at the same time what is real is organic life forms yep. uh the planet etc oh yeah 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 the yeah. planet Jesus. like the planet's that's real. gonna be dead in seven years apparently we're destroying the shit out of that yeah. um but uh you know but all this other stuff you know like that the quote unquote you know the nine to five or whatever you want to call it or the, yeah. it's just it's stuff that we i don't know you know and if we sound doom and gloom today it's because we watched the presidential debates the other night <laughs> that's why i would say that's that's one of the reasons yeah absolutely it's one of the reasons and yeah yeah i mean it's a it's a bleak future as far as i'm concerned again just let let the 35 year olds run it again run it everyone step down here comes here comes here comes we're just talking we're just gonna let's 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 wjt podcast let's hijack the government let's hijack yeah let's get out this is let's go in there with a high-powered offense right we're gonna go ahead and fix shit i feel like honestly i feel like millennials can go in there and fix all sorts of fucked up shit immediately it's funny i had this conversation <laughs> like, with i had this conversation with my parents and i was like true or false if there were younger people in charge we'd be better off and they actually agreed with me yeah well yeah no, i mean my parents are pretty progressive yeah they are, like yeah, yes yeah. they are but they also can't they're also not ready for certain ultra progressive mindsets they're not ready they yeah, admit that's that okay. they yeah, admit it that's okay they say like well you know i'm just i i'm not ready for that yet and i'm like okay well i am so <laughs> so and 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 i have more left in the tank here so i think uh you know the people younger than me have more left in the tank than i do and it's just like you know at what point are you just going to hand over the reins and be like you know what i'm a little outdated i'm a little outdated my mindset's a little outdated my policies are a little outdated my you know even my principles of how i live my life are outdated (laughs) okay so (laughs) you said it perfectly all that excellent (laughs) cheers to that so uh you know why don't we just throw in the towel and i'm not saying just roll over and die already i'm just saying you know and, and wouldn't it be nice to have i mean i for one like i would hope that when i get to that age like and when i say that age i say like retiree age like you know 55 plus 60 plus um you know i hope that i can look at the bigger picture and be like you know i want to see what's next for for everything for the world mm-hmm. i want to see what's next i want to be here to see what's next and like you can kind of see, you know, that gets started if you just start letting people take the reins, letting younger people take the reins. You absolutely, know? absolutely. You can kind of witness what's next yeah. before your time is up. You know, and I think, and again, not to be doom and gloom, but I mean that's just a fact of it. Like, no, you're 100 percent right. Very true. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've witnessed a lot in our lifetime, and we're only 30. I mean, <laughs> there's like a meme online that's like, 30 year olds have endured two depressions. <laughs> like. Yeah multiple wars like we're just worn out we're just tired you know and it's like i just you know and i certainly feel that like existential like exhaustion yeah certainly 
No, I'm I'm 100 obviously 100% with you on that. Yeah. But um Yeah, and I mean with reproductive rights in jeopardy, I mean none of us might be able to have children unless we get government permission. You I, know what I mean? I mean it just might come to that. I mean the scary thing too about <laughs> it is, you know, like like I don't know for you guys out there who have seen the Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. if you think that can't happen, that can think definitely again. happen. Think again. Cuz honestly, again, even for the people out there going, "Oh, this is America." Like we we can't turn to We nothing. have rights. It's like Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we we're, we're the land of the free. Like honestly, all nah. that could be taken away immediately, you know? Oh, you know, we're only certain people are free. Yeah. Only certain people are free. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Only certain people are free. I could say that. Put that one in your pocket. Only a certain class, color, and gender of people are free. Okay? And that's that. Yeah. So what you need to do is vote. Vote. Yeah. Vote. (laughs) Vote. Go out there and vote. Are we going to do it? Are we going to do it? Are we going to do it? Yes. Go out there and vote. November 3rd. It's a big day. We're about a month out. Uh, I'm waiting on my mail-in ballot. I'm hoping that uh, it comes with enough time for me to uh, drive it over and drop it off in one of those little Yeah. Well, I think think we can actually go there, too. I think they're offering. I I heard, I think, on the radio. Yeah, you can go there, but you have to go and fill out a ballot. I did do that for the, um, yeah, yeah, for what was it? The, uh, The midterm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last, the last one. Yeah, I was like the only idiot in there. Listen, you it know. is what it is. Um, uh, I'm, but I'm sure as hell gonna vote. You, you, I mean, you utilize my freedom, my right to do that. Right. You know. Right. But that's just that's the scary part about it, guys. Like you know, I, I think and I and I will attest this as well. When I was again a dumb kid earlier, I never really thought too much on politics. I never, I never really got too involved in it. There was even times where I didn't vote because I was like, ah, well, what, what does my vote matter? Like the older we get, and especially now with what we're dealing with when it comes to politics, it does matter. Like it, yeah. it, you know, it, it really does matter because this is like what I'm saying to you. It, it is true. Our freedoms, our rights, can be stripped from us. Or as Carly said, a certain group of people immediately. And mm-hmm. that's a scary thing about it, you know? Again, I'm going to refer to back to Handmaids. Like, people, it's a great show. Um, I know I get enraged watching it. But <laughs> could that actually happen? It could happen. Yeah. You know? So just don't don't have a closed mind. You think about the bigger picture. Realize that, yeah, my freedoms, my rights can literally be stripped from me without question. Um, well, and I think, I think the funny thing is when people talk about Handmaids, they're like, they're like, yeah, but the beginning, the beginning of Handmaids was a failure of most women to be able to reproduce. So there so there was some sort of health crisis right right buzzword health yeah other buzzword crisis yep so it's like and they're like well that you know so what does that have to and it's like are you like are we living on the same planet because healthcare is also a crisis so like the longer we go not giving people basic healthcare to stay alive without having you know expensive health insurance and 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 going into bankruptcy for healthcare it's very much a possibility Mm -hmm. it's all connected and we're facing all of those issues right now we're facing all of those issues right now so yeah very true i mean yeah and i think a lot of it is just becoming and i I'm, I learn something new every day and I, that mm-hmm. sounds tacky and like whatever, but I really do learn something new every day. I try and read up on things that I don't understand and, you know, try and become educated on things that I don't understand so that I can speak to them intelligently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, because there's so many people shit posting all over Facebook. There's so many people just like blindly just like clicking things and just the internet is a scary place. It's a very helpful place, but it's a very scary place. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people are just like posting things without fact checking them or whatever and it's like i don't i for one don't do that like especially on face facebook is such a trash platform that like i just i don't see the point especially in arguing with people that are like posting daily like and and on the hour it's a platform for idiots to speak their stupid ass mind right which <laughs> is within your right of course but like don't you know if you're gonna post something that's like blatantly inaccurate and not factual then it's just like understand that it's blatantly inaccurate and not factual right. so that when people are like what the fuck you can be like oh i was just kidding or 
oh, it was a joke or whatever, which is within your right. Like, fine, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. I mean, that, then that's the lawyer and me coming out. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can't, you know, threaten people and things like that. But, you know, to the extent that, you know, you have your freedom of speech, you have your First Amendment rights. So you're within your right to post those things. But just understand that you're going to face backlash and don't get butthurt when people are like, this is wrong. And don't be one of those people that refuses to admit that they're wrong. Yeah, agreed. I think that that's, you know, a major thing for all of this. And like, you know, I saw, again, I saw another meme and I keep referencing memes, which is the irony in all of this. But um, I saw another meme that was like, normalize changing your opinions when faced with new information. And it's like, yeah, like I I feel like given my my background, I'm like hypercritical of everything that I hear. Everything that I hear, I'm like, I want to see proof. I want to see where it came from. I want to see who reported on that. I want to see, you know, so no, I'm not going to feed into the conspiracy theories, you know, the QAnon and, you know, COVID isn't real and this and that. Why? Because I trust the medical community. Sorry. Like I trust the medical community. I don't trust white supremacist groups that have been posting this child trafficking shit just to try and divert the attention from one place to another because they knew that their audience would fall hook, line and sinker to it, you know, and and to make light of something like child trafficking like that or to use it as a way to bait people away from the main point is sicker than child trafficking in itself you know like using that as propaganda is more twisted than the actual child trafficking mm-hmm. right when yeah. you say yeah yeah absolutely like using that as a bait and switch for vulnerable people vulnerable minds and before i get too hyper on that we're just gonna like leave that where it is but yeah do your research look up both candidates i encourage you to look up both candidates both party platforms both candidates platforms you're not going to find trump's platform because he doesn't have one but you know i encourage you to look up his policies look up everything i want you i want people to make an educated and uh you know and use their vote to their you know preference i'm not this isn't you know only one party's supporters should vote that's not what this is no no and and again i I agree too and don't be uh, try, try not to be biased because the more biased you are that means it doesn't matter what the information is you've already made up your mind and made up your decision i think which is probably the majority of both sides right yeah. which i got you but literally try to mm-hmm. look at the details and the facts of everything the policy the information is there just make the best educated guess you can uh for you know your your whatever your beliefs or reasons are it's Who, all, yeah it's, it's all good but um like i said try to go there try to go in with your research with an open mind and because i see like you said you said shit posting yeah you have people who don't who shit post who don't know what bullshit. they're talking about yeah and it's like that's not even right but here you are posting and saying mm-hmm. it is all over the all over the internet like I, that's the thing i know? respect intelligent discourse 100 yeah, percent. absolutely i'm all years for intelligent conversation about these major major issues facing our country i'm here for it but when it turns into gaslighting and it turns into um just spewing something that you heard from your aunt's sister's mother's clairvoyance pedicurist like i i don't i can't respect that i can't you got you know you gotta like do your own like i said do your own research you know i when i look things up i'm like oh where did this website even come from like does it have dot org at the end of it or does it have you know is it somebody's like shit shit posts Mm -hmm. you know url whatever is it somebody's blog is it a you know antifa blog is it a white supremacist blog is it a you know whatever whatever it might be you know and i'm not saying one way or or another um you know what's more reliable what's not but um you know there are certainly emotionally charged information being put out there that's has less fact than we would like to see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you just gotta Absolutely. be you just gotta be careful of that stuff. You know, you hear things and you're like, what? What happened? Or you know, you see a video and you're like, what? What is that? And then you just like, and then you find out it's like doc totally doctored up, like yeah. photoshopped, all this other stuff. And it's like, w- you know, I would say like ninety percent of the internet is that. Yep. 
you know so just do your research get out there and vote i want to say too that like like the thing about the the anarchist cities yeah like stuff like that well you know what i, I new york is if we're gonna have a city i said new york is our city right so then, yeah so then we're, we're anarchist anarchists okay that's fine i'll be an anarchist that's fine uh, 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 it's fair game but what i'm saying is is also that like the country unfortunately right now is so divided between yeah. groups between this that the other like you guys don't even realize that some of you maybe do but we're already in another civil war right now and shots have already been fired that's just, that's the scary part you know right so it's like we got to stop this we need to come together as uh, you know and, and and do whatever we can for each other to help reunite this country help re- you know what i mean like if you're in areas where you're not really affected by it you know like you might be one day you know right we need to put the hate aside we need to put the the, the differences aside we need to respect each other and we need to push forward and that's the only way this you know this great country of ours is going to get over this and prevail and right now we're not in a good we're we are not in a good place not even not not only we're not in a good place with our own damn selves yeah. but the rest of the world is looking at us like yeah you can fuck off now mm-hmm. you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah and as we get closer to the election stay tuned for our hot takes <laughs> anyway yeah we just wanted to wrap up on that note because i can't keep my mouth fucking shut when it comes to politics so <laughs> but yeah we research, say we weren't going to get in on yeah i said we, we said weren't it. going to but but yeah research <laughs> everything i just said that's fine research everything i just said um find out for yourself make your own opinion and vote that's it right that's it and that's it that's it is that it that's it that's it all right guys hey we love you all please message us all right and and let us know what you think let us know like just give us comments you know let us know what you would like us to talk about um and here uh and i promise you we will deliver all right hell yeah but on that note everybody you guys enjoy your day and we're just talking perfect Hosted on dimlywit.com.